Welcome back. It's the Brady Farkas Show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Still giddy over the Patriots. 45-0 win over the Chargers. I really didn't think the Patriots had it in them to win by more than about 10 in any game this season. Helping us break it down are the guys from the Believe in LA Football Podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. It's Ryan Dyroot and Frosty Rucker, who spent more than a decade in the NFL as a defensive lineman. I asked how you guys were, but I presume the complete opposite of me, which is great. No, I'm actually back east, so I'm kind of cold, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Ryan, let me start with this. I'll start with you on this first question. Um, the Patriots made Justin Herbert look really bad yesterday. Have you seen him look that confused in his run here as a starter? No, I mean, we haven't. We saw a little bit the week prior against Buffalo. He kind of had his his biggest uh, struggles, I think, as a starter where we started seeing, okay, there's some of the rookie mistakes, but still made some big plays and still looked at least comfortable. Um, but we knew coming into this game that Bill Belichick's the best in the business at taking away your your best asset, and he was able to shut down Keenan Allen for the most part, which has been uh, you know Justin's safety blanket and and what he's used to get out of tough situations and and threw everything at Justin, and he just he really did look uncomfortable, um, looked like a rookie. Um, you know, it, part of that could have been maybe what not as well prepared by the coaching staff as he would have liked to have been or we would have liked to have been, but um, you know. He's a rookie quarterback. He's going to have games like this going against the best in the business and in the Patriots and Belichick. So now it's about how he bounces back the next week and the next game. But certainly to answer your question, it was by far the worst performance we've seen. And by far the first time we've really said, oh, yeah, there's the rookie quarterback. We were waiting to come out and it just hadn't every week. And it finally did. Frosty is a defensive player. You spent no more than a decade on the defensive line among four teams. How do you come up with a game plan that confuses a young quarterback? Well, you have to send a lot of people at him. And uh, the one thing that, happened I feel like yesterday is that they tried they, they did that and they accomplished it and he didn't get a chance to really run and use that uh, how athletic he is usually he's out of the pocket he's running down the field and that's what makes it 50 50 it's not been so much on the run game for uh, the Chargers it's been uh, him having the ability to make a play and the Patriots did an awesome job obviously like Ryan uh, said a second ago Bill Belichick's the best in the business and he's making uh He's just making it happen for that team, and uh, hats off. I think everyone's not scratching their head anymore about uh, why that team's so successful, and I think it is the man in charge. Ryan, um, I wouldn't say the Patriots are some world-beating team. I don't think they're a bad team, but they're not a great team. Is the coaching gap that great between Anthony Lynn's staff and Bill Belichick's staff? I mean, Anthony Lynn's going to get fired, I presume, but are they always this unprepared, it looks like? Well, I think yesterday was the the peak and the the absolute worst we've seen. I think we've seen some good things from Lynn Frosty and I. If you listen to our show, I've probably been the biggest apologist for Lynn just because he's such a great guy. He has huge integrity. Um, his players seem to show up for him every week and play. But that couldn't be said for yesterday. So I don't know if that was just a loss in the locker room, if it was a complete lack of preparation or what they did during the week. I really don't know what to put my finger on it because we haven't seen it that bad. Yes, they've blown a lot of leads. Yes, they've lost close games, but they've always been competitive at least. And yesterday was just a complete downfall from all that, obviously from the get-go. And then we saw special teams, which has been a problem basically since he's been here. Um, so I would say there's a, certainly a gap. I mean, there's a gap probably with Belichick of – 30 other NFL, maybe 25 other NFL coaches. There's a pretty dramatic gap. Um, but I don't think it's quite as big as yesterday alluded to um, overall in, in terms of just overall coaching. But yesterday certainly highlighted the deficiencies that the Chargers have shown throughout the season. And it just came all tumbling down on full scale. 
And uh, it was a complete just disarray from from top to bottom, from ownership to to the players. So it was a, a loss in all fronts. Ryan, I'll, I'll stick with you on this one. If the job does become open, Josh McDaniels, Patriots offensive coordinator, his name gets thrown around all the time for head coaching jobs. Is this an attractive job in Los Angeles? Ray, let me say this, and I want to be as, as respectful as possible because I know Josh McDaniels has done great things for the Patriots. I don't think that'd be a good fit for the Chargers. I don't personally want McDaniels here. I don't. I think just what the offense he's done um, with Brady, and obviously they've switched things up a little bit with Cam. You can know a lot more than me and speak more on it. I just don't think that suits Herbert and what they want to do. Um, I see, and again, people can change, but I saw what he did with the, the Broncos organization when he was a head coach there and kind of what he did to that. Uh, organization from top to bottom, and I, I I don't know if he would come in and be the right guy to be the face of the Chargers franchise. Certainly could, certainly could change, um, but that's just not what I think and what I think the direction the organization needs to go. To answer your question, though, I think it's certainly a, a, a good job for any coach out there when you have the keys to a Justin Herbert, who's arguably or not really arguably, he's probably going to be the rookie of the year. You have some really solid playmakers on defense and on offense, and really all you have to do is solidify the offensive line, add a few guys to the defensive front, and then you have a, a playoff contending team on you. So I, am, I think it's certainly um, a good-looking job. I just don't know if McDaniels is the right fit personally. It's the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com, breaking down the Patriots win over the Chargers, doing it with the crew from the Believe in L.A. football podcast, Frosty Rucker, 10-year-plus defensive uh, lineman in the NFL, and Ryan Dyroot as well. Frosty, I'll come to you here. Um, you played against Belichick coach teams a couple of times in your career. Can you feel that it's different going against a Belichick team? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, coach Belichick does a, a great job with his staff and players and getting everyone dialed in for each week. It, it seems like um, the way his coaching staff uh, goes about business, it's the down and distance is every little uh, part of the game. They try to maximize and get the best out of um, it's the attention of detail. Uh, I've been on a number of clubs that I felt like it's not as disciplined. Uh, and that's the thing they run. They run a very disciplined club and that gives us success. It may not look at this year. They don't have the best team out there that they're feeling that they've had in the past, but they're competitive and they just blew the, the, the socks off of, uh, <laughs> another ball club. You know what I mean? With Cam not d- being the, the best quarterback he's ever been. And, you know, they're turning, uh, how, I don't want to say the wrong word, but um, a poop into a diamond. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and and they, they do a good job at that, you know? Yeah, Frosty, let me ask you this, too. The Patriots seemed to out-tough the Chargers yesterday, right? Won a lot of battles in the trenches. They were good on defense versus the Chargers offense, and they ran the ball a lot um, yesterday and ran it effectively. When you are winning a battle in the trenches, what does that do to your team in terms of confidence, momentum, et cetera? I mean, it takes their will away. I mean, that's the the, the multiple uh, – the ultimate thing is, you know, when you kill guys up front, I, I'm a – defense alignment by trade and I know when you know we're getting behind the line of scrimmage and getting tackles or the offensive line uh, is getting pushed back and you can't really stop them and uh, it it, it kind of takes your whole spirit away um, because now they, they really got the 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 game in arm's length they can they can run the ball they can pass the ball but just lining up and running the ball and pad on pad and stuff like that that'll, that'll, that'll take all your energy away and um Uh, you'll be waiting for the clock to run down. Frosty, I'll ask you one more question here as well. Um, Cam Newton, you mentioned earlier, not a great throw over the football right now, right? But he does do a lot of things well from a leadership standpoint, running the football. If you were playing against Cam, how would you view him right now? 
try to make him beat you throwing the ball. You got to you gotta stack the box. Uh, don't let him run his powers and zone reads and whatnot. He's not being as a, a, as good as he was in the past. Uh, I was a big uh, uh, cheerleader for Cam going to the Patriots when, you know, he was the only one sitting around and they didn't have really a starting guy. I was, you know, on the sideline here, like, go for Cam, go for Cam. I'm waiting to see this comeback season. I'm waiting to see how healthy he is, how how much work he put in, and you know, since he's been injured and sat out a whole year, basically, on the sideline. Um, but he hasn't showed up, so I would try to make Cam beat me with his arm. Brady Farkas showing WDEV, AM and FM, WDEVradio.com. Frosty Rucker, former NFL defensive lineman, Ryan Dyroot. Together, they're the tandem of the Believe in L.A. football podcast. And for the Patriots, it's a short week now. They're going to stay in L.A. They're going to play the Rams on Thursday. Ryan, your initial uh, gut on that matchup in a couple of days is what? Initially, it worries me, and it's because we obviously know what happened in the Super Bowl. Um, Bill Belichick was able to completely shut down this Rams offense, and then we saw it just a few weeks ago when the Rams played the Dolphins, and Brian Flores, who's obviously a Belichick disciple and runs that defense very similarly, and they absolutely dominated the Rams offense. Um, what I like more about this game, this matchup this time around, is the Rams defense is much more formidable. Uh, they're you know a top three unit in every category in the league. I think they'll do a great job in like Frosty alluded to in shutting down Cam in the run game and forcing him to beat him through the air, which is not going to be easy either when you have guys like Jalen Ramsey yeah. and and Troy Hill and all those guys on the back end. So so I love what this defense can do against this this Patriots, we'll say depleted offense. I know you guys' receiving core is is not one on the stat sheet that maybe looks that appealing, but they get the job done. And we saw uh, Gunner, what was his name? Gunner Gunner Olszewski. Yeah, Yeah. go off yesterday. So they have guys making plays, and that's kind of the the Belichick way is, you know, next man up. But, but yeah, Brady, I I think this this matchup definitely – worries me just because of the history of what Belichick and his disciples have done to McVay and McVay's offense. Um, So to me, it's going to be really interesting to see how McVay kind of puts that behind him, puts that moniker of not being able to beat those teams behind him, those defenses behind him um, and see what they can do and dial up. And then obviously it falls on Jared Goff and not turning the ball over. And if they can not turn the ball over, play a clean game and they can establish the run game like the offense needs to do. And I, we talk about it on our show all the time. It's the most important thing is establishing the run in a McVay offense. I think they'll be okay, but it should be a good one. Um, and it's always tough on a short week, but it'll be a fun matchup seeing these two coaches uh, go at it again. Frosty, we've seen a lot of innovative offenses this year the Patriots have played against because they're playing the NFC West. They beat the Cardinals' innovative offense. They got smoked by the 49ers' innovative offense. (laughs) When you play against a team with a lot of bells and whistles like the Rams do, what's the key for a defensive player? Eyes on your keys, man. Uh, Eyes on the keys and be very dialed into the game plan. Uh, I think when you're talking about the teams they already beat, uh, like saying the Cardinals, the Cardinals are – relying on a uh, injured quarterback, right? Yeah. Uh, he, he, Kyler wasn't up to full speed. We know that coming on the short week itself, right? Yep. Um, so the, the thing about it, the, the, you got to make these quarterbacks one-dimensional, and that's to make them throw the ball. And like Ryan was just saying, if golf can get the ball off and get the ball down the field, it makes it better. I think the Rams have a great chance in this game just because – what we have seen over the course of this season is the Patriots can be beat. And um, uh, the Rams also have dog work up front with uh, their defensive front. And if they can get in the backfield and um, stop Cam on his runs and make him throw the ball, I don't see how the Patriots can squeeze one out of there. Ryan, get you out of here on this. Who's the player 
the, I don't know if under the radar is right, but who's the guy that fans should be focusing on? We know Ramsey. We know Goff. Beyond those two, who should we get to know? Yeah, well, there's a couple, but I'll start with on offense. I think the running back Cam Akers has yeah. little by little each week really starting to take over that backfield. Um, fans were extremely excited when he was drafted out of Florida State in the second round and kind of the heir apparent to take over the Todd Gurley throne. And uh, Sean McVay all year said, nope, this is a running back by committee, and he's pretty much stuck to it. They split the carries pretty evenly, but little by little, Cam starting to take over more of the load, had a big run yesterday, had a, his third touchdown in as many games yesterday. Um, so I think Cam Akers is the guy that, that you want to see and you really want to implement the run game with him because he can do it through the air and on the ground. Um, real shifty. He's great in space. Um, so he's a really fun guy to watch. And then on defense, I'll just throw out, I, I'm sure you guys are starting to learn his name, but Darius Williams has been a revelation on the secondary. I know everyone talks about Jalen Ramsey, who's been probably the best in the game, but Darius Williams is right up there with him. If you look at just straight statistics, he's a top 10 corner in the game right now, which is crazy considering how they have on the other end there. So um, he's been amazing shutting down the secondary guys uh, when Ramsey takes the number one. And uh, he's played very well, and 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 I know McVay's loved him since he got here, and and Brandon Staley's been able to utilize his skill set perfectly in this new scheme. So, so those are the two kind of underknown guys that I would definitely highlight uh, for opposing teams. Yeah, and that guy Donald's still pretty good too. <laughs> so we won't forget about him. Yeah, but. Donald, <laughs> Leonard Floyd, Brockers. I think they got it up front too. So yeah. yeah. The Rams are very good, and this one uh, certainly scares me as well. So it's the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV AM and FM and WDEVradio.com. Patriots over the Chargers, though, 45 nothing. Pat's still on the fringes of the playoff race at 6-6 six and six in the AFC. Breaking it down uh, in full here with the guys from the Believe in L.A. football podcast. Frosty Rucker, 13-year NFL veteran among four different teams. Ryan Dyrud as well. Guys, we appreciate it, and uh, best of luck on a short turnaround for the Rams and you guys on uh, on Thursday. Thanks so much. Thanks, Brady. Appreciate it. Take care.